This is Jeff Chrisman, and I'm on the Living Arts of Tulsa podcast, and I'm very happy today to have the opportunity to be visiting with artist David Douthit. David, thanks, thank you so much for taking the time today. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. And what I thought I would do is to start out for the benefit of viewers and listeners, and of course, I obviously would like to learn more about you and your work as well. Uh, I thought I would ask you just in your own words, if someone were to ask you what your work uh, and your artistic perspective mean to you at a deeper level, just anything that you might share there. Okay, yeah. So I work in several different mediums. I'm a printmaker, a sculptor, illustrator. Um, a lot of my work has to do with just everything that I kind of experienced in life. Um, you know, with my 2D work, a lot of my illustrations and printmaking, um, it kind of started off with my, my love of like comics growing up. And then that kind of led to you know, graffiti art, um, then illustrations went into like tattoo sort of styles. So all those are kind of influences on my stylistic wise of my illustrations. Um, a lot of that comes from, you know, I grew up here in Tulsa, but I'm originally from Milwaukee and I would go visit my family a lot up there and I would pass through cities such as Chicago and St. Louis. And that's kind of where the graffiti came in. Um, just going through those big cities and seeing what kind of like the whole city had to take care of, like to offer basically. And that kind of fell in, you know, with kind of similar to comics with, you know, thick lines, uh, colors that pop. And that's something that I definitely try to add into my printmaking. Um, yeah, I think that kind of maybe answers that question. Oh, definitely. I, pre yeah. I appreciate it. And actually, I find this very interesting, uh, and I'm so glad that you mentioned it. And when I read a little bit about you, and I realized reading about someone is definitely different than hearing it from them. So I'm definitely appreciative to have the opportunity to hear this directly from you. But it would be very interesting just to, uh, just in terms of what the experience was like taking in street art in some of these larger cities. Just, I didn't know if there's any experiences that you might speak to, or just any, in, you know, in terms of what, you know, what you felt when you were in those particular settings? Well, you know, like growing up, um, I just thought like here in Tulsa, is, obviously it's a big city, but not as big as Chicago or St. Louis or Milwaukee. And just kind of, you know, for the first time kind of seeing that, it's just like, wow, what is this? This is like totally new to me. I wanna know what this is. Um, and so it's just kind of something that I sock at, like sought out and it just was, it was basically a big impact, but this is a bigger city you, being used to something a little bit smaller than seeing, well, there's this whole other world out there that I don't even know about. I'm interested in that. I want to, you know, find out more about that. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And then I didn't know if there was any particular, uh, you know, as far as any influences or just any, uh, you know, any particular artists that uh, their work spoke to you in the early stages of your career? Or? So, yeah, I've always been really a fan of Keith Haring. Uh, Shepard Ferry, both of those street artists. Um, I think with Keith Haring, you know, his style is more simplistic. Um, I know he was like known to say like, you know, if you can't sit down and finish a piece, then what's the point? I necessarily don't take that perspective, but I do find that, you know, there does come a time where you need to you know, like know that you're done with a certain piece. Um, I think his use of lines too in his work is really influential on mine, especially in my printmaking. Um, I do a lot of line work. Um, I think those two kind of cross over very well together. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. And actually, this is this is just kind of coming up intuitively when you were speaking about that as far as, you know, sometimes 
the challenges of, you know, just sitting down and finishing something. I'm, I was wondering on the flip side of that, do you find that sometimes it, if, you, if it is necessary to take a break or if you feel like you need to revisit it later? I always wondered what that was like uh, in terms of walking away, you know, just maybe what that feels like or if that is a challenge, you know, knowing that maybe it's a work is not finished, but it's time for you to, you know, to maybe do something else for a while or, or take leave of it, so to speak. Yeah, I, I definitely think that's something important. You know, you'll spend so many hours looking at a piece and it's it's good to you know step back maybe wait a little bit and have some fresh eyes on it to see maybe there's there's areas of it that need to be fixed or you know if if it is done uh, i know that's definitely been something that i've worked on you know through my art progression you know uh i started off doing sculpture in school and you know i'd work and work on a piece forever and then you know you think that you're done or you just want to keep going because you think you maybe can add more to it. And, you know, in the long run, it's usually less is more. So when you think it's done, it's probably going to be done. You know, adding more to it might not, maybe too much. Yeah, yeah it's, I find that very interesting. I was also wondering too, is I'm wondering, of course, not being an artist myself, so I don't know, necessarily know what that feels like in terms of creating uh, a tangible or, you know, a physical object of some sort. Uh, from nothing or for not necessarily from nothing, but just in terms of with different materials is uh, is finishing a project a little more challenging or different than starting one. I would I'm assuming that there might be, you know, different challenges with both ends of the of that life cycle. But I just thought yeah. it'd be interesting maybe just to kind of juxtapose or or see if there is a juxtaposition between the two of those things. So I think definitely starting pieces a lot easier than finishing. You know, I oftentimes will have three or four different pieces of work that I'm working on because I'll get halfway through one and then be like, well, I have this idea for this other one and I'll start that. And that's something definitely, you know, if you start a piece working it all the way till the end, I think it's more helpful because that can just keep adding up and then sometimes you never finish a piece. So yeah, I think definitely starting a piece is easier than finishing, but then once you finish, you get that, you know, self accomplishment, you know, you feel very well finishing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And to a certain degree, even though, you know, so, so even though an artist goes to school, is it, I mean, can, can it even really be taught in terms of knowing when a, when a work is finished? Or is that something more that you just have to go by feel? I think it's more by feel, you know, because it's all up to you to when you think that it's done. You know, teacher can't really, he can give you suggestions maybe, but I think it's really up to the artist itself, yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it. And of course, I did want to also uh, just not necessarily completely switch gears, but also just, you know, talking about your work. I uh, just wanted to get some sense of as far as, you know, with your involvement with Living Arts and anything you might share, uh, just in terms of what your involvement has been like with them and any experiences uh, that you've had uh, as a result of exhibiting there or, or working with yeah. them. So I, I had a few of my prints up there a while ago for the, old, the O Tulsa Biennial. I think that was in like 2017. You know, I thought that was a really great, uh, just a collection of local Tulsa artists. And that was, you know, that was when I had first moved back to Tulsa from uh, OSU in Stillwater. And it was like, you know, I was trying to get back into the community here in Tulsa. And I thought that was a really great opportunity. Um, and, you know, I've, I've helped out with other friends in the past, setting up exhibits and everything like that. So I've always had a pretty good experience with Living Arts, you know, and I've always liked to work with them again. So, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, appreciate that. And then also just, you know, since we are at this unique, you know, somewhat somewhat unique time in history, at least in, in this particular with these generations currently, just wanted to get some sense of what it has been like for you as an artist or as someone who is creating work, you know, over the past, I guess it's been almost a year now uh, since the pandemic started, just getting some sense of what that's been like for you personally, you know, as far as as a human being, as well as as an artist. Yeah. So yeah, like last year of the pandemic, it was definitely a weird time. Um, before before COVID happened and everything, uh, I was working with a program called Artists in the Schools. And so that's kind of where we would work with uh, Tulsa Public, Jinx, Owasso, Sand Springs Public Schools, and artists would come in and teach classes. So like I was teaching ceramics and printmaking. And then COVID happened and that all just like had to stop basically. So it was really hard to teach virtually, which uh, it's still kind of new, like, uh, can't really teach throwing pottery on a wheel over Zoom. It's kind of hard. Mm. Yeah. So um, a lot of my teaching kind of, you know, dwindled from then, but then I had a lot of time just think about where I want to take my art. Um, I spent a lot of time, you know, in my sketchbook, uh, thinking of new ways to do sculptures, um, and then also just working on larger prints. Um, you know, I've done some woodblock prints in the past that have been anywhere from like three feet to four feet wide. And uh, so yeah, just kind of planning out, kind of, I used kind of last year as just to plan out new projects. And yeah, it's it's definitely been an adjustment, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. And then I was gonna ask as well, just as far as, you know, what your perspective is on, you know, how this has affected the Tulsa arts community. And of course, understanding if I understand correctly, that you work at AHA, and so I thought anything you might share just as far as from that perspective, or as an artist, you know, working in, in this particular community, and as also someone who might be partaking of various events, just getting some sense of how you feel like the, uh, the you know, the art community here, or the art scene has been affected uh, by the well, pandemic. Yeah, I know, like, definitely, like, First Friday, obviously, is not what it used to be because of the pandemic, you know, we're having to limit the amount of people that come into the galleries and museums. I think that's definitely affected it. Um, but I feel like, you know, all the galleries in the art district have found ways to still make it uh, where people can still see it and, you know, experience it. Um, whether it be, you know, yeah, like letting less people in at the time or doing like, I, I know like Philbrook was doing like me time. So like, you can only you could go into the museum with a few, just a few people, but basically get it from themselves. I think those are great ways, uh, you know, to keep keep it access to the people of the community. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's 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 cool. And then just as far as you know, on a human level, uh, I didn't know. I, I assume that uh, that most artists don't necessarily work in isolation all the time. So, just anything you might share about what this time has been like in terms of you connecting with friends and with other artists, just anything you might share as far as if there's been anything that you have, that you've learned or that you've, uh, you know, that's been formative for you. I mean, it's definitely like being able to reach out with people more, you know, I know the Zoom has helped out, but uh, feeling comfortable enough to be like, hey, I would like, could you guys maybe take a look at this through Instagram or get on Zoom and let me show you like a picture of what I've been working on. Um, I think it's, it's helped, you know, kind of like build more of a little, it's helped with people, I'm trying to think of what to say. The community, like, 
being able to reach out with the community, it's because we're all going through the same thing, you know? Yeah. And so it's not to be worried about, you know, well, am I bothering this person, you know? Be like, no, everyone wants to help you out. And we're all going through this together. So I think it's definitely brought us everyone together a little bit better, you know? feel like yeah <laughs> oh definitely yeah and then as far as and I, I get I guess too on the flip side of that I wonder if you know in terms of not as many opportunities to connect with you know people coming into an exhibit I didn't know if there's any sense of uh if, if there's any sense of missing anything in terms of being able to have you know when you let's say for instance if you have work displayed at an, at an exhibit and there there's you know there may in general be less people that are coming in to actually see the work, you know, in person, just in yeah. terms of, of what that's been like and in terms of there being less of that overall. Yeah. And so like what I found out too, is this last year, I have, I've still had some of my pieces in exhibits, but they've been on online exhibits. I think that kind of loses, you know, seeing, seeing the piece of work on a computer screen is going to be a lot different than seeing it in person. So like, like I was mentioning earlier, some of my woodblock prints I've done, have been, they're pretty large scale, but you can't tell that on the computer. So I think that kind of loses that, um, just really seeing what the piece is in general. Um, I think that's something that we are losing, not being able to see it in person, you know? Yeah, and then just the energy of, you know, I, I just envision, remember in my, you know, just in terms of in my memory, you know, going to a place like Living Arts and seeing, you know, just a, you know, the building full of people and just remembering yeah. what that what that vibe felt like, you know, and that yeah, energy. like the energy of just having everyone there and everything. Yeah. 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 And, and then all the conversations as well that, that seem to come up, you know, when you when you've got mm. people moving through, you know, a lot of people moving through a gallery space. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I definitely really appreciate you taking the time, David. This has been great just to get an opportunity to meet you and learn a little more about the work that you're doing. And it just it really means a lot that you've taken this time. I appreciate it. Well, yeah. And thank you for having me on here. Certainly. Thanks again.